Welcome to the Active Faith Podcast, where faith meets an active lifestyle. My name is Andrew Ware. I am your host, and I am the Running Rev. This is not just any other podcast about an active lifestyle, but join us as we unpack the why behind our activity and how we connect it to our faith. I'm having conversations and exploring the journeys of others as we all help to build a theology of self-care exploring how we care for ourselves by being active persons in whatever way feels best for us as we seek to live out our faith. This is episode 24, and this is a solo episode. I am here alone today. This is for uh, just a couple of reasons. One, I kind of uh, got uh, sidetracked in terms of booking guests, but also uh, it is a nice little break from guests as we ha- I've been doing this podcast now for about six months. In fact, my six-month anniversary for this podcast will be on May 16th, which is just phenomenal that I have been doing this podcast for six months. Just great and amazing, and I'm loving the community that is supporting me. And so in that, since I did not have a guest booked for this week's podcast, I thought I would come to you in this episode with just a reflection on where we have been in these past six months, just some things that I have learned, some things that I have taken away, and then also just some new things that are ahead. Um, I am looking to grow this community, and I'll talk about that in this episode as we go uh, forward for clergy, for for lay folks who are not clergy, not in the church, for, for folks who are just trying to find ways to care for themselves. I want to make sure that there are things ahead for all of us and ways that we can care for ourselves. And so I want to jump into this episode today as I come in and I'll talk about some things that I have learned uh, from some of our guests, uh, hopefully some things that you have teased out uh, from some of our guests as well, and then just some great and amazing things that I hope to bring out as we move along into the future with this podcast. Because 24 episodes, I'm not done here, folks. I'm continuing to go. I'm continuing to work along. I've got some guests lined up, but I just wanted to take this time to have a conversation with you today here on my own. So let's jump into the content of this episode. All right. Yes. Welcome in today as we join in this conversation. As I mentioned at the top, I have no guest today. It is just me. It is just my voice. We'll see how long I talk for. I don't know. I've been known to, to talk a lot, so we'll kind of see where this goes. But as I mentioned in the top, you know, I've been doing this now for about six months. When you're uh, listening to this episode on Wednesday the 11th, I'll be uh, less than a week from the six-month anniversary of this podcast. And uh, in that six months, we, as in this community, this active faith community that has gathered around, has grown so much. I have seen so many amazing things, amazing stories that are coming out of this community, uh, whether it's the episodes that are shared, whether it's things uh, that folks tell me as they see me in person, some of my friends in my running group who I see on a regular basis and tell me all the cool things that they are hearing and they're getting from these episodes, all the things that uh, my clergy colleagues who are listening to these episodes are getting, the the connections that are listening to these episodes, the the relationships that I'm forming through this podcast have been so outstanding, so great, so wonderful as I've been able uh, to watch this community flourish and blossom. And as I was kind of in a middle ground of not really having a guest scheduled in uh, time to get it edited for this week's episode, just because I've come off of Easter not too long ago and I'm catching up. Uh, In fact, the episodes that have come out, most 
most of them have been recorded before Easter. And so I wanted an opportunity to come and to talk to you uh, about just some reflections that I have had. You know, I don't I don't have a guest for this week. I'll have a guest next week and 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 I'm going to talk in a little bit about what that's going to look or I'm going to talk later on about what that's going to look like. Um but I didn't have a guest. So I was like, "All right, what can I do for this week's episode?" You know, I haven't had a solo episode in a while. I had one uh bonus episode that y'all got on New Year's Eve about resolutions. The first episode that I did was introducing myself, and that was a solo episode. But I haven't had a solo episode where I really reflect on some stuff. And so I wanted to take an opportunity today to look back on the previous, all the previous episodes. And if you haven't listened to them all, go and take a listen. Pause uh, this podcast right here. Pause this episode right here and go back and and listen to the other episodes because there's going to be a lot of just information that I, I cannot even begin to touch on that uh, my colleagues, my friends, my acquaintances, the connections that I have made have been able to share it so much better than I have been able to share it. But I wanted to come on and I wanted to share some of these things. Uh, and I, I, I kind of thought around and I uh, went back, I looked at the episodes, I, I listened to the episodes again, and, and I do listen to the episodes. It is a little bit weird sometimes to hear my voice as a preacher. I've grown a little bit more accustomed to it, especially a preacher in the pandemic. It never really gets easier, but I still have taken the opportunity to listen to the episodes so that I can learn uh, about this podcast medium, about uh, just what is is happening, I can reabsorb some of the information that I didn't quite catch. And so I wanted to go and look through a few of the things that just stood out to me in these first number of episodes that we have had. And the first thing, and it was one of the first things that popped out in one of the first episodes that I had um, with Sarah Locke is this idea that we can do hard things. We can do hard things. I mean, this is something that is uh, so should be so embedded in our understanding that the things that are in front of us can be done. And I think we heard this again in the episode with Thomas Hicks as we heard about his struggles with MS and, and running and doing life with multiple sclerosis. And we heard it in Sarah's journey as as she began to come began to come into this idea of of fitness, of activity, of a holistic journey of caring for herself. Of we can do hard things, these things that are in front of us that may seem hard. Whether it's getting out and doing that that walk, that run, that that yoga class, whatever it is, that we can do these hard things. Or these not even these hard things, but sometimes these things that we perceive to be hard. And this is the cool thing, is that in doing these hard things, we learn so much about ourselves. And as we do these hard things, we learn about who we are, we learn about what we're capable of. And it's in doing those hard things that we create this space for us to learn and to grow. And so my first lesson of self-care is to really get into our mindset early on that we can do hard things. And so as we look at that, maybe that mountain that stands in front of us in terms of creating a self-care ritual, whether it includes physical activity, mental activity, emotional activity, spiritual activity, no matter what it is, but we look and we perceive this mountain of self-care that is in front of us, and we have to start somewhere. We have to take that first step. And the cool thing is that we have had these examples on this podcast in our active faith community of people doing hard things. And the hardest thing of all is taking that first step. And so 
imagining for yourself, what is that first step that you need to take? Maybe it's taking a breath. Maybe it's taking a moment of, of just mindful meditation to really just collect your thoughts. Maybe it's just admitting to yourself that what you are doing in this current moment, in this current period, is not sustainable. And so you need something else to continue to drive you along. And it is going to be that first step, that first acknowledgement of being able to do hard things, that at least... From this, from this encourager's belief, from my belief, is going to be that thing that helps to continue to push you to continue to do the hard things and what that's going to look like in your journey. The next thing that I've learned is that you need to create space for yourself. And that kind of goes hand in hand, again, with, with that first understanding is you need to create space for yourself. When I was very early on in ministry, I was not always very good at this. I was not always very good about creating space for myself. I was very good about creating space for others, whether that was making sure that I was meeting the, the correct amount of hours in my community in order to feel and appear like I was a good pastor. I was good at creating space for my wife and, and when we had children of trying to create space for our children, but I was not good at creating space for myself. And I think uh, in, in a couple of episodes, we have seen this take place and we have seen it modeled for us. I, I, I think most of all about Michelle Morris's episode and her episode about mindfulness and meditation that was on display for us. I love the way she talks about this intersection between mind and body and spirit. And one of the things that we learn is that if we do not create space for ourselves, if we do not have that uh, intentional understanding of who we are, then what does it even mean to practice self-care? To practice self-care. And that's the name of the game here, folks, to practice self-care. To have this theology of self-care is to care for yourself. I know that seems weird, and I know that seems odd, but... That is the point of what we're doing here. We are building a theology of self-care. And when Michelle talks about that intersection of mind, body, spirit, she talks about that none of these things can be divorced. And so we need to be attuned as to what is going on. We talked about it a little bit in the episode with Deborah Lewis and, and, and another one with Glenn Riggs where we really talked about creating that space for taking care of ourselves and what that looked like. And it really begins with this sort of personal body inventory, I like to call. Um, I do it when I'm running. I do it when I'm meditating. I, you know, I try and really be a proponent of practicing all of these things as well. Um, and so one of the things that I do, whether I'm on a run or whether I'm in meditation, is I just do like a body inventory. I kind of see how my body's feeling. This helps me to be able to identify any pains, any sore points, any injuries as I'm trying to carry for myself because if I can't identify these things that are going on in my body, then how am I ever going to be able to identify them when the crazy, hectic nature of life is coming all around me? And if we don't create that space, then some of these things that are happening, like, I mean, maybe that are happening in the background can, you know, get ignored. Right. If I'm running and I'm not constantly checking in on my body, you know, maybe I'll miss that pain that's in my foot or that pain that's in my hip or or whatever. If if we're not attuned and we're not creating that space for ourselves to really acknowledge what's happening within us, then we might miss the need for what it truly takes to care for ourselves. 
right? And if, if I'm not thinking about, okay, what am I giving myself time for during the week? Just me. What is, what is Andrew's time? What's going on in Andrew's time? Or what's going on in your time to care for yourself to be able to highlight that? And so we want to create space for ourselves. In the church, we call this Sabbath. Um, and this is a term that that maybe has gotten a little bit uh, stigmatized in in recent time, um, but really this this Jewish concept of Sabbath that we carry into the Christian tradition is just this it's this idea of rest. It's this idea that within this time period, and the nice thing is that we can define this time period. We can make it our own. We can make it what we need it to be, is that in this time period, uh, we focus on what we need. We focus on what can feed and, and support us. And so we take that time to really care for, to really bring forth what it takes to care for ourselves. And so that may be admitting, hey, I need 15 or 20 minutes where I can just come into my mind, where I can let my mind rest. You know, for me, it often looks like I need opportunities to be out with people, right? I've talked about it on this episode, on this podcast before where I'm an extrovert. And so being around people really fills my cup. It really helps me uh, as as I am looking at uh creating a more positive presence. And so really going and hanging out with some friends, hanging out with uh, other people is really something that gives me life. And so what are we doing to create space for ourselves? Um, And to note that like as an extrovert, uh, just because you like to be around people doesn't mean you always need to be around people. Um, I'm not just putting that out into the podcast universe for others, but also for myself uh, to remind us that we do need space where we uh, do take that time to reflect inwardly about what is happening. And so we want to create space for ourselves. Probably the third takeaway that I took from a lot of these episodes was just the nature in which we need to surround ourselves with community. We need to have folks around us who can lift us up in our self-care journeys. Now, let me be clear. This does not mean that my wife needs to go for a run with me. This does not mean that she takes part in my self-care. This means that uh, having people around us who can support us in our self-care ventures. Yes, that is going to mean having folks who will participate with us in our active lifestyles, in our prayer lifestyles, in all of these things. But it does not necessarily mean they have to. We just need those advocates around us who know that it is important for us to do what we need to do to care for ourselves. Whether that is that time for space uh, and time to get away, whether that's time for vacation, whether that's time for a day off, whether that's time for uh, going for a run, going to the pool, getting on the bike, <clears throat> uh, doing whatever it is you need to do to care for yourself. We need those people around us who know us well enough to, to give us the space to do that. And so we want to surround ourselves with community and surround ourselves with community who are going to build us up in a lot of different ways. Yes, we are going to have those loved ones in our lives, those family who are going to be there for us, those friends who are going to be there for us, who are going to help to remind us. But also, we want to have people around us who can support us where we are practicing self-care. And so if that is a run group, if that is a bike group, if that is a yoga class, if that 
is a reading group. If that uh, if that is anything around us to help us to have community who can support us in our endeavors for caring for ourselves, not just to make sure that we are caring for ourselves, but to be there right alongside of us. And so, no, my wife will never go for a run with me. We'll go for walks, which is great and awesome. We'll take the kids with us, but she'll never go for a run with me. But that does not mean that she does not support my running journey as a manner of staying physically active and caring for myself, just as I support her in her efforts to care for herself as well. We have that balance. And so too do I have friends who I go and I know that I can call them and I can say, hey, you want to go for a run together? And they will say yes. You know, I think about the community that Evan talked about in his episode, and and not just his wife, right? He talked about his wife and his wife supporting him, but then those friends that he could get on the bike with, um, or, you know, not on the same bike, but on different bikes, and they would bike together. And he talked about that 200-mile journey being nothing without those folks who are on the bike with him. And then you have folks like like the journey of Ashley Oliver that we heard in her journey with mental health, with eating disorders, and those folks around her who were there to encourage her, right? They couldn't go on the journey with her physically, but they were right there next to her, supporting and encouraging her in her journey. And these are just like two of the stories of what it looks like to have and surround yourself with community. So we want to surround ourselves with community and we want to have that community there with us as we are going along this journey. And then we want to be supportive right back, right? We don't want to just take it all in and receive it all, but we also want to give this support back. And so I make sure that as I'm surrounding myself with community, that it's not a one-way street, right? They're not only supporting me, but I am trying to find ways to support them. And friends, sometimes that can be difficult. I mean, because we do feel so drained sometimes by our vocation, sometimes by our ministry, but we remind ourselves that this self-care journey, this ministry of self-care is a two-way street, and this ministry of community is a two-way street. And the more that we help others, the more that they can help us grow. And then the next thing that I want to focus on, uh, the next like really great lesson, it was just from one episode, but it just continues to stand out to me so much, was that episode with Turner where he talks about being out in nature. And I think that there is this situation, there's this idea, there's this understanding in which we must make our self-care practice virtual, I mean, worshipful, not virtual, um, though sometimes it could be virtual, but that was just a slip, Um, but that we make it worshipful. We fill this time with worship. And yes, for some of us, this may mean going to church. For some of us, it may mean um, a small group Bible study. For some of us, it may mean a prayer service. For some, I mean, it can mean any a number of things, but at the end of the day, our self-care can be worshipful. And I love that example from Turner of getting out in nature and being active in that way because it shows us that self-care can be a place of worship, a place to be filled and a place to fill. And so what that means for us is finding those opportunities. There is nothing better for me than just going on a run outside. I think I remember a, a few weeks ago, I forgot my headphones, just like three days in a row randomly. I don't forget them that often, um, but when I do, 
uh, it becomes a blessing because I, I do enjoy listening to podcasts while I run. It's one of the best ways that I can consume material. It's one of the best ways that um, I find ways to listen and hone in on the messages that are being shared in these podcasts. And so I love to listen to podcasts while I run, especially on an easy run. But I forgot my headphones and I was just allowed to exist in nature and I could hear so many different things going on around me. I could, I, my mind was attuned to all the things that were happening. I was looking in the trees. I was just soaking it all in. And it literally just felt like a moment where I was one and attuned with God. And that's not to say that I didn't have, I don't have those experiences when I have my headphones on um, or when I'm listening to a podcast or when I'm listening to music while I'm on the run. But that was just to say that that is just an example of a time where I was intentional about making it happen. I really wanted, without my headphones, I wanted to be in a worshipful state. And so I really paid attention to that mindset. And I think that as we approach self-care, as we approach this nature of building a theology of self-care, that we have to make it worshipful because we remember the, the great commandments, right? It's not just about loving ourselves, right? The great commandments are to love the Lord your God and to love your neighbor as yourself. And so, yes, a lot of that is determining and understanding how we love ourselves so that we can truly, wholly, and fully understand how to love our neighbors. But also, in order to fully love ourselves, we must first know and understand how we love God. And that is exactly what is at the heart of worship. And so when we engage and enter into acts of worship to love God, that is going to enhance our own self-care. That oneness, that at one with God is going to help to enhance our self-care because I believe, at least from, from this podcast host perspective, that it is that intersection that we have in our lives of worship and care that we then begin to unpack who we truly are, right? The, if we are created in God's image, Y'all got me preaching now. See, this is the danger when I get on and I'm going on for a long time. I start preaching. But when when we have that time to engage with God, when we learn more about God, we learn more about the image that we are created in and thereby learn more about ourselves. And so when we make self-care worshipful, when we fill it with a sense of worship, we grow closer to our creator. And so when I was listening to Turner's conversation after we had recorded, I was just like, oh my gosh, like... This is what we all need to do. And next is go at your pace, right? I mean, I have had folks on this podcast uh, like myself who run some faster marathons, half marathons, 5Ks, 10Ks. But friends, you do not need to be like me. Um, you know, I think about Sean Devilites, who was on not too long ago. He is setting these personal bests in the half marathon and the 5K, trying to work his way to Boston. And I have friends who are doing the same thing. Um, you heard in my conversation with uh, Sarah McIntosh, just her incredible journey and everything that she has been through. And so we hear of these things, and but you don't have to go at our pace. You don't have to run the same pace that I do to be awesome, to be amazing, to just be crushing life. Go at your pace. Find what your pace is. Find that place where you are comfortable. Yes, there's a nature in which we can push ourselves to become better, but you don't have to compare yourself to me. You don't have to compare yourselves to others around you because remember, friends, the name of this game is self-care. If you are pushing yourself to try and do things that are uh, probably not within your wheelhouse right now, then you're only going to cause hurt and pain for yourself. You're only going to cause injury, 
right? If I try and just drop, you know, an American record in any race, it's going to hurt. And it's going to take a lot out of me. And it's probably going to injure me. In fact, I probably actually won't be able to do it. I'm pretty sure my heart will explode. I'm not sure yet. Um, I don't want to try it because I don't know that I really want my heart to explode. Um, but I recognize my limitations. I also recognize how to push myself. And so when we talk, when I talk about going at your pace, I'm talking about finding that place in which you are caring for yourself as you are trying to make yourself better. Because all the time, in my active life, in my running life, I'm always trying to be better. Ask my coach. Um, I'm always wanting to try and find ways to be faster, to be stronger, to be, to be better at this art of running. Um, but I also have to recognize that right now I have a pace. I have a pace that feels comfortable, and I need to do that. I'm going to have opportunities to push the envelope to get faster and to do all these things. Um, but I need to recognize where I am because if I don't, then I might hurt myself. Um, and we all might hurt ourselves if we don't go at our own pace. So find that pace. Admit it to yourself. And then when you engage with other people, be a support. Be an encourager. Don't be a comparer. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't look and see, oh, this is what this person's doing, so this is what I should be doing. No, you are on this journey. You are trying to be the best version of yourself. And so I started this coaching. Um, I'll talk about it in a little bit, but but as I've been uh, watching people, I'm just like, all right, well, where are you? What are you doing? Like, what's going on with your body? What's going on with your speed? To get to know and understand where they are so that I make sure that I'm not pushing them. When I'm doing run club stuff, we want to make sure that all paces, all people are welcome in that space. And so it's like, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run my pace, but that doesn't mean that you have to stick with me because we can still find ways to have fun together and to support one another, right? We can get back and we can all celebrate and we can cheer one another on and then have our post-run beer and just go crazy. But It's not going to happen if we overwork ourselves, if we overstress ourselves, if we don't go at our own pace. And so if, if I've learned anything over this podcast, it is that don't compare yourselves. I mean, it's not just something we heard from Sean, but it's, it's something that I think has become almost a running theme, just like, um, you know, we can do hard things, screens. I mean, just like all these other things. That's why they probably pulled them out. Um, but going at your own pace, don't compare yourself. Uh, if social media is something that uh, is a dangerous game for you and you find yourself comparing yourself in that space, um, then maybe it's a time to take a break and to find a more healthier balance for that in your life, Right. If, if comparing yourselves to others, if doing things in the presence of others, maybe you need to have conversations. Maybe you need to see who you're surrounding yourself with um, because we want to make sure that we're caring for ourselves. And we can't do that if we're constantly beating ourselves up because we're not as good as someone else. So we're trying to go in as fast as someone else. And so we go at our own pace to help to take care of ourselves. I mean, that is like uh, theology of self-care right there at the forefront. Do what is in your limits. Yes, push yourself. Push yourself to be better, but know your limits. And then the last one, the last one that I have for you, um, and I feel like I just had to pull this one out, is that we got to have fun. We got to have fun, right, folks? And I mean, like, uh, this was like the cool thing about doing those two Disney episodes uh, that I did for the recap of the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. Those uh, two fantastic women who did the Dopey Challenge was we got to have fun. Like, it's like this self-care thing is nothing if we are just like beating ourselves up like 
you must take vacation, you must do this, you must do that. Like, we can't do that. Like, it's that's not how this is going to work. We have to have fun with it. Because if we don't have fun with it, it's just going to become this, like, over-repetitive thing where we just feel like we're doing more harm for ourselves than good. And so we have to treat it like fun, right? And that's why we do things that have fun, you know? I mean, I gave Turner a hard time for not giving Runner enough time, but, like I, like, I give Turner his props that he recognized that, like... I just didn't have fun running. I didn't like it. And 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 like, you know, probably a lot of my response is just my own personal things, which which I apologize for. Um, but it has to be fun. And so we find those things that we love to do for fun. Um, and and coming up here in 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 the next few months, hopefully I'm gonna have some people. I know I feel this with a lot of runners. Um Fortunately, unfortunately, runners are just a dime a dozen. Um, there are so many of them out there. There are so many of you all who are just doing great things on the run uh, and even beyond. Um, and that's not to say there aren't cyclists, there aren't swimmers, there aren't people who are engaged in any number of activities. I, it's, it's literally right now who is in my circle who I can reach out to. And so if you, like, if you know someone who's doing... Um, Things that are not running, uh, that that uh, the story needs to be told, or the manner of self care. Like, send me a message. Like, shoot me a message on Facebook and Instagram. Um, let me know. Hey, you should talk to this person. They're doing this really cool thing. Uh, I think this is a great conversation to explore. Or if you're doing something cool, like send me a message and say, Hey, look at this cool thing that I'm doing. Um, because self care at the end of the day, it needs to be fun. It needs to be something that relaxes us, that makes us feel good about ourselves. Because this time of self care. Uh, if I'm learning anything in this building a theology of self-care, um, this time of self-care uh, needs to be about us, and it needs to be about what we need to make us better. And so that may be a run, that may be a bike, that may be uh, a time in CrossFit, that may be you know 18 holes of golf, uh, it may be a video game, it may be time with family, it may be a good book, um, it may be just journaling until your hand cramps, it could just be any number of things. Uh, and this is the cool thing about self-care, is that it is something that is giving life to us. And so I do hope to like highlight some more of those stories, and so please do, as uh, you do that, uh, bring those and highlight those things to me so that I can make sure that I'm highlighting them as well. We are all building, we're all building this theology of self-care together. <clears throat> um, I know that as the host, I'm the one that's leading these conversations. I'm the one that's putting them on. Um, you know, I've kind of stepped into that sphere, stepped into that realm. Uh, but know that that I want this to be a community. I want this to be a community where we can all go, grow together. And so we want to have fun with what we're doing. Um, and even if you're listening to an episode and it's uh, not a manner of physical activity that you feel like you connect with, I, I think that there are still lessons that can be learned from a lot of these activities. I feel like things that there are things that we can still take away from these activities as we continue to learn and grow together. Um, you know, I think that that is abundantly evident as I talk about the so many things that I learned. I mean, I think really, honestly, one of the most impactful uh, episodes for me was that episode with Turner, where I could uh, really dive in deep and unpack this nature of self-care as a matter of worship and making it worshipful. And like Turner and I are not on the same page in terms of what an active lifestyle looks like. Um, I'm very much a runner. Uh, Turner loves to kayak. That's nothing against either one of us. Uh, but it still shows that no matter how we are active, no matter how we define activity, that there is still this manner in which we can learn something from one another as we seek to build this theology of self-care. 
Um, so that is the first part of this episode where I just wanted to look back and reflect on a handful of things that I have learned over the course of uh, the last uh, 23 or 24 episodes of this podcast, 24. Four-ish episodes, including the bonus episode that I put out for uh, New Year's resolutions. Just uh, six things that I learned and that I've taken away. Um, I encourage you, uh, maybe as I share this to our Facebook community, that you would find an opportunity maybe to share some stuff that you've learned. Like, what have you taken away from all of these episodes? What have you learned? What have these stories taught you? Uh, how do you want to continue to grow in your self-care? Maybe helping me understand, like, where can I go going forward? Like, what kind of guests can I look for? I Again, like, by no means am I stopping here on episode 24 with this, with this podcast. I want to keep going, and I want to keep going as long as this is spiritually feeding someone uh, beyond me, because uh, uh, sometimes I do talk uh, just to help myself, but I also want to talk and help others. So I want to jump into sort of the second part of of what I wanted to do with this episode. It's not just reflect back on where we have been, uh, but in my mindset as uh, someone who is forward thinking and innovative is to look ahead. Uh, look ahead at this community, maybe some ideas. And I don't know that I've ever actually uh, done this uh, either in any sort of uh, physical format or auditory format or what, uh, but just look ahead uh, at what. I envision this community being, and just some things that I have uh, that I that I am doing here behind the scenes, hopefully to help uh, continue this ministry, continue this opportunity, continue this conversation and medium going into the future. And so uh, this this area is going to be filled with just some uh, like maybe some reflection, but also some moving forward, and then also some uh, announcements as we go forward. And so uh, one of the first places I want to start is just with the Facebook group. I know you hear me at the end of every episode talk about the Facebook group, talk about the ways in which we are in community together. The Active Faith Facebook community is something that I created even before this podcast uh, for uh, folks who were looking for manners of self-care to share how they were caring for themselves, for support, for encouragement, where we could ask questions, where we could engage in conversation. Um, And it has gone great. uh, And we have had some amazing people share. That's one of the reasons that I sought to start this podcast. Um, but also, uh, I even notice in my own posting that a lot of it has uh, fallen off a bit, um, and and not necessarily um, knocking that because, as I said, I'm one of those people that participates and not always posting. But but just to kind of uh, reiterate the ways in which we are in community together, and that I love to see the ways in which we practice this community together. Um, and so to say that uh, I hope and I uh, yearn to be a little bit more active in that Facebook community. Uh, and so I'm going to pledge to myself to post on that community at least three times a week. Uh, and so hopefully folks will in the community who are listening to this right now will hold me to that as we covenant together. That is going to be one of the covenant ways that I practice self-care, but also that we would covenant together to be community in the supporting and encouraging way. And I am going to let you define that in the way that you want to. I know necessarily that sometimes being supportive and encouraging means sometimes that you don't want to post. That's fine. I am okay with that. That's uh, so cool. That is that is uh, your choice. Um, but I also know that you get out of community what you put into it. Um, and so what are some ways that you can be engaging with this community, that you can take part in this community? And I'd love for that Facebook group to be that central place in community. And I know that Facebook has its 
negatives and positives, and um, I am not going to debate that here on uh, this podcast right now. But I, I think that in this group, we have been given an opportunity to connect with one another when we can't be there for each other in person, but we can be there for each other virtually. <clears throat> Um, the next thing that I want to talk about is just support. Uh, is is sometimes I want not sometimes. Uh, so I yearn for that support uh, because I want to know that this community is growing and encouraging one another together. Uh, you know, we've got about eight reviews on Apple Podcast. I mean, eight ratings on Apple Podcasts, um, and I love it. They're all five stars. Y'all are making me look good. Um, you're inflating my ego, so I try and calm myself down. Um, please, somebody just come and um, write me a message. Um, but uh, I would just love to see ratings and reviews. I would love to hear what you are loving about these episodes. You know, I post these episodes um, in that Facebook group for conversation. I would just love to hear what you are getting out of these episodes and to see that support coming through as I'm putting this out into uh, the universe. And then to announce a a new way uh, to show your support for this podcast is I have been just debating this back and forth. I've had conversations with with family, with friends, with just all sorts of people, my therapist, uh, about entering into this Patreon world. Um, and and I want to announce that I'm going to be opening a Patreon page. Um, unfortunately, right now I don't have anything to offer uh, as a bonus for that Patreon support. Uh, I I do feel bad about that, um, but I do feel that it is an opportunity for you to support this ministry, this Active Faith Podcast ministry, uh, for myself. And so um, I am creating, or I have created by the time this episode comes out and published a Patreon page, um, just with one tier, $3 a month, uh, and would love your support uh, anywhere around that giving level. Uh, And would love to see that just to help cover, um, whether it's the podcast hosting fees, uh, or the website hosting fees, just any number of things as as we continue this journey together. And as this community continues to build, maybe there will be room and ways for uh, for some of those sort of uh, added benefits from that Patreon support. But right now, uh, I would just love that support as we continue to build this community together, as we continue to move forward. It's not that it's getting too expensive, um, but it is that there is a monetary cost to doing something like this. Uh, and it would be great to have the community that comes around to support that as I continue to move forward into this realm of ministry for self-care, both in a clergy space and in just a greater population space, um, which I'll, I'll talk about in a second as well. And so I hope that you will find your way over to Patreon. Uh, I don't want to uh, beat that horse to death, um, but I also don't want to feel like I have to reach for uh, advertising uh, and, and rely on companies. I want this to be a community-led effort. And so as a community, let's come together and let's continue to make it everything that we can. Also, uh, as I'm recording this, and when this comes out uh, in a couple of days on May 11th, I will be about to begin my USATF coaching certification uh, to be a level one certified coach for the United States of America track and field, and which is great and awesome and is something that I have been looking forward to for a little while. 
Uh, and I am entering into this coaching realm, coaching for running and walking. And I've gotten a few athletes uh, via our Facebook group, and I am beginning to work with them. And it is just something that is bringing me uh, so much joy because I love to see folks grow in their love for running. And I know that, again, like I know this is just a small lane of space. Um, and right now, this is the lane that I'm occupying. Um, and so I am uh, willing to help you uh, if you're not a runner, just in ways to kind of grow and collect together. And so let's find ways to continue to do that. But if you are looking for some kind of coaching, let me know. Um, I, I am kind of limiting spots here on the front end of this coaching just to make sure that I don't overdo myself. But if you're interested even in just a consultation of like, hey, here's where I am, um, what do you think? I am more than willing to sit down and have that conversation with you. Um, and then we, uh, we, as if there are a lot of people, sometimes I'm right, this microphone is set by myself, but myself in consultation with the annual conference that I'm a part of. So in the United Methodist Church, we are part of large regional districts that gather together and conference together. And so the Virginia Annual Conference is putting on a 5K at our annual gathering this year on June the 18th. Uh, if you're interested for more information on that, I'm going to drop a link in the uh, podcast notes here. Uh, and then just one of the things that I am looking forward to as we're moving forward is I am entering this realm of doing some personal work and clergy self-care. And so I am also continuing to work with my annual conference on trying to make sure that our clergy are cared for. Uh, and a lot of you who are probably not in the church are probably wondering like, okay, cool, but what are you doing for us? Um, I announced that to say that, friends, I am working on just this full holistic understanding of self-care and what it looks like. Um, and not only am I working with that on a level that is for clergy, um, that's just where my advocacy uh, is best placed right now, but that in learning, I know that there are lessons that I can share with each and every one of us, how we can all care for ourselves, no matter who we are, no, no matter whether we work in the church or not, uh, no matter where we work, no matter what our vacation is, that we are continuing to build this theology of self-care together. But that is just something that is like making me uh, excited. Uh, and so as I uh, wrap this episode up, I've been talking for like 40 minutes now. Um, and so it honestly is starting to feel a little weird. Um, yeah. Odd. Maybe a little bit. I'm almost at 45. I don't know whether I'm like trying to make myself go longer or if I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of done. Um, but uh, as I wrap this time up here today, I am just looking forward to all the amazing things that are coming forward. Um, and feel free, feel please, please, please just... Uh, I ask for your support. I ask for your engagement as we continue to make this community all it can be. I know and I truly believe that God is calling me to something here um, and that just in these conversations that I have that I've enjoyed so much sharing these stories. And so I hope you will continue to join me along this journey. So that is our episode for this week. I am uh, so glad that you continue to choose to listen to these episodes. I know that there's probably a lot of other things that you could be doing, but uh, you have uh, clicked on that Active Faith Podcast button and you have clicked on this episode and you have heard all of these 
things that have been going on in my mind that are just racing around. And so I want to thank you so much for joining me next week. Um, I will have a new episode, and um, I'm going to be changing the release date on these episodes. That's right. This is the last like major announcement of this episode. Um, it is not that I am trying to give myself more time, uh, but I am trying to just line up my week as it is going by. And so I'm going to begin releasing episodes on Friday instead of Wednesday. I originally thought that Wednesday was going to be the day, um, but I think I'm going to be releasing episodes on Friday. Uh, One, it gives me the whole week to kind of get these episodes together and to finish editing and finalizing them uh, to where it doesn't uh, get in the way of anything else that I am doing. Uh, Sometimes when they were coming out on Wednesdays, I felt a little rushed at the beginning of the week. And so I'm hoping that this will provide an opportunity just to give me a little bit more uh, breathing time, a little bit more time to kind of uh, reflect, to listen, to edit, to, to really put my all into these episodes. I'm also doing uh, so many of the other things that are happening in my life. And so I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to thank you for listening along. Um, as I mentioned in the episode, please uh, check out that Patreon link. Uh, if you would, if you could, I would love for your support as I continue this journey uh, for as little as, as $3, as $1, whatever you can give a month is just so helpful. Uh, even if you can't give, if you could just find your way over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, leave a rating and review. Let me know how I'm doing. Please, please, please. It just it helps me learn and grow. It helps me become a better podcaster. It helps me become better at facilitating these conversations. Uh, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, right? Because that's going to make sure that these new episodes come into your feed as soon as they are available. And so when you wake up on a Friday morning and you open up your phone and you open up your podcast app, you're like, oh, cool, Andrew's got a new episode out. Uh, so make sure you follow and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. I, I, like I said, I'm 24 episodes in. I think I've caught them all. If I haven't, let me know. I will get it added as quickly as possible. Um, and so make sure to follow and subscribe. Um, and at, and just uh, your loving support would be so great just in sharing these episodes, sharing them on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, all of my contact information, my personal run at run and rev on Instagram, or find us at active faith pod on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and just share it, tag the podcast and I will give you a shout out. Um, and again, like as always, uh, missed it, but if you leave a rating and review, I will read it and give you a shout out in the outro of the next podcast. And now may God bless each one of us and may we find ways to stay active in and for God's kingdom. Amen.